0: Bitterbug Everybody do a brand new dance now Come on, baby, do the locomotion This is what it sounds like When the doves cry Get into the groove Boy, you got to prove you to me yeah. My 88. It is August 9, 2022, here in Australia, and this morning we woke up to the news that the beloved icon, Olivia Newton-John, had passed overnight. An official statement read, Dame Olivia Newton-John passed away peacefully at her ranch in Southern California this morning, surrounded by friends and family. We ask that everyone please respect the family's privacy during this very difficult time. Olivia has been a symbol of triumphs and hope for over 30 years, sharing her journey with breast cancer. Her healing inspiration and pioneering experience with plant medicine continues with the Olivia Newton-John Foundation Fund, dedicated to researching plant medicine and cancer. Olivia was first diagnosed with breast cancer in 1992. In this special episode, we will remember Olivia Newton-John and talk about her music and amazing legacy. This is the My 88 podcast and I'm Wayne Tunks and I will admit to being a very big Olivia Newton-John fan. Olivia Newton-John was a four-time Grammy Award winner whose music career included five number one hits and another top ten hits in the US Billboard Hot 100 and two Billboard 200 number one albums. 11 of her singles, including two platinum, and 14 of her albums, including two platinum and four two times platinum, have been certified gold by the Recording Industry Association of America. Globally, she had had sales of more than 100 million records. Olivia Newton-John was born on the 26th of September 1948 in Cambridge, United Kingdom, to Welshman Brinley Bryn Newton-John and Irene Helene. Her Jewish maternal grandfather the nobel prize winning physicist max born fled with his wife and children to britain from germany before world war ii to escape the nazi regime newton john's father was an mi5 officer on the enigma project at betchley park who took Rudolf hess into custody during world war ii in 1954 when she was just six Newton-John's family immigrated to Melbourne, Australia, where her father worked as a professor of German and as the master of Ormond College at the University of Melbourne. She attended Christchurch Grammar School in the Melbourne suburb of South Yarra and then the University High School in Parkville. So we definitely claim her as an Australian. Okay, nope, she's British Australian, but we will definitely claim her as an Aussie because she was just so loved in this country she had an amazing career here and in England of course then Greece came along and she just became this international celebrity loved by everyone but I think it's time to talk about her music from the 80s Xanadu was a 1980 American musical fantasy film that starred Olivia Newton-John, Michael Beck and Gene Kelly in what was his final film role. The film features music by Olivia Newton-John, Electric Light Orchestra, Cliff Richard and The Tubes. It was sadly a box office disappointment and despite the lacklustre performance of the film... The soundtrack album became a massive commercial success around the world and was certified double platinum in the United States. The song Magic was a US number one hit for Newton-John and the title track Zatadoo by Olivia Newton-John and Electric Light Orchestra reached number one in the UK and several other countries around the world. The film has since gone on to become a cult classic for the way it mixes the storyline from an old-fashioned 1940s fantasy with modern aesthetics featuring the late 70s and early 80s rock and pop music on the soundtrack – as well as for fans of Olivia Newton-John who went, you know what, we love this film anyway. In Australia, magic reached number four and Xanadu got to two. And then there was the great duet with Sir Cliff Richard suddenly, which hit 37 in Australia and six in Canada. What an amazing soundtrack it was. And I love that it is so adored today, even after all of these years. I know here at My88, whenever we play songs from the Xanadu soundtrack, people go crazy. They also request them all the time. So a really great memory of our wonderful Olivia. Olivia. Physical. Now, that is a bona fide hit. It reached number one in Australia, Belgium, Canada, New Zealand, Switzerland and the US. It also reached seven in the UK. Now, the writers of that song, Steve Kipner and Terry Shattuck, originally thought of Rod Stewart for the song, but then they offered it to Tina Turner. But she thought it was a little too raunchy. So then, because Olivia and Tina were sharing managers... Olivia was played the song. She also thought it was a little bit cheeky, but she was encouraged that it would help her image. Well, it went on to sell 2 million copies in the United States where it was certified platinum and spend 10 weeks at number one. It was the number one song of 1982 in the US and was even Billboard's most successful song of the 80s. That's how big of a star and an icon she is. Now, the music video, which we all know and love, which is very, very cheeky and a lot of fun, it won the Grammy for Best Video in 1983. And, of course, of course they did. A few radio stations, including places like Salt Lake City in Utah, in conservative communities, refused to play the song because of its veiled sexual content. Of course, this just added to the song's popularity, because when you told kids not to listen to a song they're going to go out and listen to a song. The follow-up was Make A Move For Me. It was released in January 82 and peaked at number 5 in the US, and it also became her 12th and final single to be certified gold in the US. The song hit 8 in Australia, and it's one of those songs that I really, really love. Whenever it comes on, I have to sing it nice and loud. What a great album that physical album is. I've just ordered a vinyl this morning. I've been meaning to do it and then I thought I better do it now because I bet they're going to sell out and I can't wait to get my vinyl of Physical, the 40th anniversary copy. If you only knew what The next song that I wanted to talk about was Heart Attack, which is a fantastic song and actually was the first release from Olivia's Greatest Hits Volume 2 because she is an artist that could fill many Greatest Hits albums. It was a lot of the same team worked on this one. John Farrah produced it, Steve Kipner was one of the writers and it was nominated for a Grammy Award for Best female pop vocal performance it did quite well around the world 22 in Australia in the UK sadly it only hit 46 which seems a shame it was three in the US and Canada took it to number two so good on our Canadian friends for that one I think one of the really important things of this song is that it continued that synth pop line that she had started with physical and sort of experimented a little bit with on Xanadu and just had this really great sound that was so current in the 80s and still sounds so fresh today. It is just such a fantastic song. In 1983, Olivia Newton-John teamed up once again with John Travolta. It worked once, so why wouldn't it work again? On the romantic fantasy comedy film Two of a Kind. Now, the film wasn't as big a success as Grease, but once again, the soundtrack, absolutely amazing. Twist of Fate probably is my favourite Olivia Newton-John song. It is so good in our recent countdown on my 88 for the top 88 Aussie songs of the 80s, Twist of Fate did end up in our top five, and rightly so, because it is such a great song. Once again, written by Steve Kipner, who clearly could work really well with Olivia. He had been working on the song for some time, and then had gotten a call from Olivia's manager to say that she was working on this film and they needed a song, and that song just worked perfectly with it. Of course, it's still popular all these years later. It was even used in Stranger Things, because so many of the 80s best songs were. Now, the video for that song, it was nominated at the Grammys for Best Video Short Form, but did lose to David Bowie, sadly. But the song, again, did really well on the charts. Four here in Australia, five in the US. What a fantastic tune, Twist of Fate. I'm going to be playing that one again this afternoon, I think quite a few times. Now, if people thought that physical was a little bit naughty, well, they were not prepared for 1985's Soul Kiss from the album of the same name. That was the lead single, and yes, it was Olivia at her most naughty. You know what? She was having a lot of fun with this stuff, and you can just tell watching her how amazing it was for her and just how liberating it must have felt. The song didn't do as well. It hit 20 in Australia and also hit 20 in the US, which is still pretty good, and it is a really great song and a fun one to sing along with. In 1988, Olivia Newton-John released her 13th studio album called The Rumour. The first single was the title track, The Rumour. And, well, it was written by Elton John and Bernie Taupin. And Elton John played piano and did backing vocals on the song, which you certainly can hear in that snippet that I just played then. It's a really great song. I had forgotten about the music video. I I don't think I'd seen it since 1988. I just watched it then, and it is such a fun one. I would recommend, after you listen to this, to head on over to YouTube and watch that music video. Now, the song did hit 35 in Australia and 62 in the US, so she wasn't doing as well in the charts then, but was still such a beloved artist. I just want to mention one more song, which is early 90s, because once again it put her back to the top of the Aussie charts. Nineteen ninety came around, and the Grease mega mix was everywhere in Australia. Grease was being introduced to a whole new audience, and they loved it. And those who were old enough to remember Grease, the first time, were loving it all over again. When three of the most famous songs from the Grease musical were mixed up together for the mega mix, it hit number one in Australia, three in the UK seven in the Netherlands and New Zealand, and eight in Belgium. Olivia was back at the top of the charts again, right where she belonged. Thank you so much for listening in today to the My 88 podcast. I just had so many emotions this morning when I heard that Olivia Newton-John had passed, and the way that I get through things is by listening and celebrating music, and that's what I thought we should do with Olivia, who just seemed like the most genuinely lovely person. I had never gotten to meet her, but people I know had met her and just always talked about how wonderful she was. She's the kind of lady who you would have loved to have just sat down and had a cup of coffee with and a scone in the afternoon and just had a really great chat and chuckle. She will be sadly missed. Thanks for tuning in. This is the My 88 Podcast. Tunks out.